Peace and blessings, internets. Before we get to this week's episode, okay, happy Thanksgiving to you and yours. If you celebrate it, eat good. Remember, okay, it's not only about uh, the food. It's about being thankful and giving thanks as well. You know, um, it's important to surround yourself with friends or neighbors or family or whoever. But if you feel like, uh, you know, you're alone and you got nowhere to go, um, listen, make the best, treat yourself. Don't cheat yourself, okay? Don't get all down about this. Another day. But I will say this. In general, we should always give thanks. We should always give thanks for uh, the things we have. And, 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 and even we may not have everything we want, but a lot of us have everything we need and we worked hard for it. So continue to put the pedal to the metal, okay? And just because you're struggling, remember, it doesn't mean you're failing. Internets, listen, first off, I'm going to be short and sweet with this one. Thanks for everybody checking out all the Life Gems episodes, part one, part two. Part three was an entrepreneurship. We got a bunch of more episodes coming, okay? I got a bunch of ads on here at the break. Make sure you support them, my bookie and Soul Savvy. Uh, you want to win some money? You want to get some sneakers? Listen, okay? Also, don't forget, PeachPremiumPastaSauce.com. We ship worldwide. I'm thankful again. We shipped all over the world. We're in stores. Support that. Um, thank you. At Premium Pete, at Premium Pete Show check-in. I'm just going to say happy Thanksgiving, happy holidays worldwide to you and yours. And I appreciate each and every one of you. If you're a day one listener, if you just started listening today, okay? Now, this episode we did a couple of months ago when I was in Houston, but it's with my dear friend, the very inspiring creative entrepreneur, Kadoma of Sneaker Summit. Let me tell you something. Sneaker Summit is the father of modern-day sneaker conventions. They revolutionized the industry with professional venues, featured special guests, and exclusive collaborations. Listen, I've been to so many of them for years. I dropped sneakers there. Me and Bumby had the You Gotta Eat This Sushi Ewing drop there. Uh, I love Texas. I love Houston. I love the Sneaker Summit. And they travel all over the world. It's not just H-Town, okay? Sneaker Summit will be celebrating 18 years of events. Internet's clap for them at Sneaker Summit, at Kadomer on Instagram or whatever. Send love because it's 18 years of events. Sunday, December 19th at Energy Park in, um, in Houston, Texas. Now, I will say this. Also... There, you can catch their storefronts live show. They have their own storefront. So if you're in Houston, Texas, you stop by the Sneaker Summit storefront and get yourself some fresh kicks or some fresh clothes, okay? You can catch their storefronts live show on the network app every Wednesday and stay up to date on new inventory daily on their Instagram story, Sneaker Summit, okay? Now, remember, I told you this before. You could visit their storefront in Houston, Texas, open every day, 11 a.m. to 7, 24-7 online, at sneakersummit.com. This is not an ad. This is friends that became family. Kadoma is inspiring to want to gather people for an event, and now he's 18 years later. You think about dunk exchanges. You think about uh, sneaker cons. You think about all these OG events, kick school, whatever. You can never forget Sneaker Summit, one of the pillars, okay, of the sneaker community world. Internets, you never know who's going to be on the Premium Pete Show. Entrepreneur, actor, athlete, whatever. These episodes I love because it's somebody's passion that turned into a dream, that turned into a company that employs and gives people a living. Listen, I, I love shit like that. Let me just shut up and not say anymore. Peace and blessings to you and yours. Remember, if you need me for anything, at me, at Premium Pete, at Premium Pete Show. And let's get to this week's episode of the Premium Pete Show with the founder of Sneaker Summit, 18 years strong, the OG, Kadoma, on this week's episode of the Premium Pete Show. Let's get to it. Cheer. Internet, you're listening to the Premium Pete Show. Yeah, to my dad. Enjoy. Internet, welcome back to another episode of the Premium Pete Show. Finally, sitting down with a longtime friend. The one and only, okay? Some, some people may know him as Brian. Some people may know him as Dima. Some people may know him as Mr. Angel. Some people might know him as Kodoma. Uh, founder of the H-Town Sneaker Summit. Founder of the Sneaker Summit store. 17-year running biannually now all over the, the United States. And we'll get to it. Event. Buy, sell, trading sneakers. 
letting people know more information about sneakers. Uh, somebody who I feel uh, um, who has doubled down on their passions and turned it into a lifestyle. The one and only Kadoma. Welcome to uh, the Premium Petro. Hey, thanks for having me. Happy to be here. Listen, long time coming. And yes, when I sir. say long time coming, I mean we know each other a long time. Yes, we, yes, um, we do. And, and, you know, it's funny because I said when I was coming down to Houston um, to meet with Bon and, and do the thing I did with Foot Locker, shout out to in-house design, and I turned around and I was like, Dima, I'm going to give you a surprise. We're going to do an episode. Um, you know, it's not something you ever ask for, um, you know. And, I, and, 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 you know, it's funny because um, I got to give a big shout out to our friend Bum B. And um, he goes like this. He goes, uh, who, what episode you doing when you come down here? Because I told him I want to do a couple. And I said, nah, you know, I want to try to do Chris Shepard. I want to do a couple. And he goes, uh, he goes I mean, uh, I'm not trying to step on your toes, but why don't you do Kadoma? And I was like, uh, FYI, I already uh, agreed to that in my mind. And I'm going to let him know. He doesn't know that yet. But anyway, the point I'm trying to make is I love telling stories. The Premium Pete show is about stories, not about only the guest and Premium Pete. It's more about just hearing these inspiring stories that you can turn around and do it, or you could learn about it, or you could admire it. Um, you know, a lot of the things that you have done over the years has been inspirational. You know, you think about starting an event that started off 17 years ago in a little location to where it has gone today, to where actually in a storefront, a brick and mortar store uh, because of Sneaker Summit. That is called... Uh, turning your passions into reality. I mean, even though it has, life has, and business has its struggles and frustrations at times, has it been amazing to kind of turn your passions into reality, you know, so to speak? It's definitely been amazing. I would have never dreamed I'd be where I'm at right now. Uh, just kind of followed my passion. Um, I knew that a bunch of people around me had a shared passion and just tried to turn that into something and build a community and um you know it was not easy you know if i always say if i didn't love what i do i probably would have quit a long time ago sure you know when you started the sneaker summit 17 years ago so let me let people know so it's it's a sneaker show right but it became more than that okay i found out about it probably i would say I don't know, maybe 14 years ago or something like that. Um, you know, I came down here. I went to like, I don't know, how many? I mean, you know, a bunch. Several. Several. Um, impressive. For a New Yorker, I remember going to these things and it was like five, 6,000 people rolling through them. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? Um, but what I really appreciate, it wasn't like um, anything I've been to is more Southern hospitality where people are like, yo, Premium Pete, we fuck with you over here, you know? And, and, and that was special, that it wasn't no, um, you know, and you have this a lot, that it wasn't, you know, in this world that we live in, there's a lot of ego, and mm -hmm. a lot of people are afraid to acknowledge or big up people, and you've never been that, and you put together this event, like I said, uh, 17 years, and we'll get more into it, but your first one you started, how many people were there? Uh, probably a couple of dozen people in an internet cafe. Yeah, and this was 17 years ago. Yeah, in early 2004. How much was the ticket? Or, and it, was what, and what, it was free. I did free? a sneaker summit completely free of charge for three years. Okay. So that's and six. And why, why, why did you do that? Was there a reason you did that? I mean, I just kind of saw what was going on uh, in the country, around the world at the time. There was a renaissance in sneakers uh, with the internet and online forums uh, you know, I was into music at the time and one of the guys I would discuss music with online, we started chatting about sneakers and, uh, I, you know, I brought up a pair of shoes I used to have in middle school. I think it was Bo Jackson's. And I was like, man, I, w I wish I could find those somehow. And he's like, well, why don't you check out this online forum? You know, and it was a uh, Nike talk.com. I went Classic. on there. Yeah. I went on there. Logged on. That's how I got the name Kadoma. I was watching. What do you mean? Like that's how you got the name Kadoma? Well, when I logged on, I was watching like one of my favorite movies, and that's a character in the movie. Oh, Kadoma. I never yeah. knew that. So that's how I chose my screen name. I just happened to be watching a movie. I was like, okay, that'll be my and, screen and it just name. Stuck with you. 
Yes. And do you like it? Uh, I kind of became world famous or known as Kadoma just from buying, selling, trading, sure, I'm making moves. discussing sneakers online with friends I made all over the world. You know, from Australia to Japan to New York, like yourself, uh, Los Angeles, Las Vegas, Chicago, Toronto, uh, just all over. But, you know, th- th- when I logged on that forum, that's when I realized, like, sneakers was not just a hobby or a fashion statement anymore. It was becoming a worldwide phenomenon. Yeah, and, and it was really, I mean, obviously, as we look into it today, it's like, you know, you see things like StockX turn into a billion-dollar company in four years. Something is moving so fast, right? And especially what you guys have been able to do to captivate Houston and then move around the world. You know, honestly, when we think about this and for a while, and this is one thing I'm very proud of you about because I did not do it. Um, and I tell people all the time, sneakers is a business. Um, we can love it. You're passionate. Like, you know, I know you love skateboarding growing up and I know you love sneakers and we grew up in different cities, but we both had the same passion. And when we connected, uh, we made magic, right? You know, but when you think about it, a lot of people don't understand the sneaker world or culture like that. Over these past 17 years, you haven't uh, uh, taught a lot of people. Um, you have informed them about sneakers. Give them a place to go. Let me be clear. This is not a promo or paid fucking thing. This is me talking straight from my mind and heart. Uh, grandmas, grandpas, uh, uh, aunts, uncles, uh, kids, families come to Sneaker Summit. I've seen this with my own eyes. Um, it's powerful. It's special. You know, I, I, want, I, want, I want to go around the board. I've had a lot of different episodes on the Premium Petro. Um, you know, my friend Travis Grillo, two spears for a dollar, pickles, fucking $50, $75 million company. They just sold, by the way. Congratulations. Um, you know, the founder of Venmo, you know what I mean? All these stories. Your story is important, too. I'm going to tell you why. There's a lot of things that I want to know just to understand of how you became who you are today. You know, let's think about this. 17 years Sneaker Summit. You also has done All-Star Sneaker Summit. You also have done Austin and South by Southwest every year for a couple, uh, a multiple amount of years. So there's a lot of moving pieces. But you also work, right? You also have always been a hustler. Can I ask you, I tell people all the time, don't quit your day job because your day job fuels your dream job. You're a little different. I feel like I could have told you to quit your day job. Why? why I'm interested to, to understand it. What? And obviously, you know, why do you still work jobs and you're still, you're an entrepreneur and then you still work jobs? Like, like I feel like you do a lot of different things, you know what well, I mean? Well, I mean, I enjoy every job that I have. You know, right now I currently have like three jobs, including the Sneaker Summit. Yep. You know, but from the moment I wake up to the moment I go to sleep, I'm pretty much working. I enjoy what I do at every occupation I have. So it doesn't seem like work. Um, there was kind of like a point in my life where I bottomed out. Yeah, you mean and burn I, yourself out? Well, no. I mean, I hit the bottom of the barrel. And I think that's important probably for every uh, entrepreneur to hit that point and get some... Someone's at the door. They want them sneakers. Yeah, they get that uh, motivation yeah. that... I don't want to live like this anymore. Sure. And I had that point in my life when I lost my job in the recession, uh, the last recession. Um, I had already been doing Sneaker Summit for several years, uh, but I had a very good paying job as an electrical designer. You know, I sat in a cubicle for 8, 10, 12, 15 hours a day, you know, just drawing on the computer making very good money, you know, taking breaks and getting on the internet and talking about sneakers, you know. And uh, I always dreamed at some point in my life that I would be able to quit that job and make Sneaker Summit a full-time reality. But that last recession made that a reality before I was really ready. It's almost like a baby bird being kicked out of the nest, you know. Sure, before he's ready to Um, go. I didn't get fired. I got furloughed. You know, which, you know, a lot of people just got furloughed in the pandemic. 
you know, go home, work from home, you know, we'll call you when we need you type of thing. And work started running out little by little by little until it got to the point where I I can't afford to pay my bills off of this anymore. So that's when I started exploring different things like what do I like to do? What else do I like to do that could maybe supplement my lifestyle, you know? Everybody's got to get groceries. Maybe I'll go work at the grocery store, get a discount on my groceries. You know, maybe I love to travel. Maybe I'll go work at the airline so I can get a discount on airfare, you know, because I was blowing through my savings that I just piled up for for decades. I was blowing through it. I was going to be left with nothing. So it kind of made that reality check, you know, and uh, at the time I had a good friend that was in retail had a history in retail. The event was already successful, wildly successful. And, uh, you know, I thought about making it uh, or opening the storefront and making the event something that people could celebrate, you know, 360 days a year instead of just twice a year. Sure, if they want to come in and get fresh and just understand that twice a year biannually, Mm-hmm. In Houston, we're going to have a big festival. Mm-hmm. We're going to throw a big event. And we're going to bring down some of the biggest names. I mean, over the years, you have also brought down a lot of people, like myself, to Houston to show the community, to show the people who these people are. John Wexler, okay, who mm-hmm. uh, helped Yeezy you know, blow up. Now he's over at Shopify. Shouts to John Wexler. Uh, uh, Jeff Staple. Um, mm-hmm. Nikki Diamond. Um, um, I mean... Dwayne Edwards, um, you know? Yeah, I mean, Bobito Garcia, uh, DJ Ski, DJ Manny Fresh, DJ Clark Kent, uh, Jason Mark. I mean, so many people really introducing them. Let me ask you, did you realize that, I'm I'm be honest with you, you're ahead of your time, and I'm telling you because you were more community-based, community-driven mm-hmm. before. Now everybody's all community, you know, mm-hmm. unity with the COM. Well, I mean, I can tell you, like, um, I was on that online forum, and I saw the sneakers renaissance taking place, and I'm not going to be the guy that sits up here and tries to say that I invented a sneaker community, you know? I think it's always been going on. Uh, Before it was the events, it was the barbershop or the basketball court or the skate park or the b-boy cypher. You know, or the people were always talking about shoes, but the the Internet and now social media, it makes it a little bit different and it makes the world very, very small. You know, I was able to trade shoes with somebody in Japan Um, and I got on that forum and I saw there was a little tiny section of people from the southwest U.S. And we would get on there and we would talk about shoes every single day. But it got to a point where I wanted to put a face to a name. You know, I talk to this person every day. I don't know what they even look like. I don't know if it's a guy or if it's a girl, you know. So I saw different little events and meetups, you know, taking place around the country. Um, I saw what Gary Dunk was doing with Dunk Exchange. I saw what uh, I saw what Gary and Curtis were doing with Dunk Exchange in California. I saw what Peter and Shay were doing with sneaker, sneaker pimps in New York, but I only saw pictures. There was no real video online back then, so I wanted to do a meetup with the people in my area, and I really wanted Gary and Curtis or Peter and Shay to come to Houston. Uh, with sneaker pimps or dunk exchange i wanted to experience that did you ever try to make that happen no now do Uh, you feel but it got it got to the point where i realized like they're not coming well let me ask you did you feel like they thought and i'm i don't know what they thought and i'm not saying you know what they thought but do you uh feel like the approach at that time was more like competitor instead of no, I just think there was no sneaker market here Copy. in Houston or no known sneaker market. I mean, I went out to buy shoes every other weekend, Where? and I knew I went to Greenspoint Mall, 
you and know that's, that's out here that's in north houston okay uh i grew up camping for shoes there well i, I do want to say this when you mention about not seeing these type of things and then uh-huh. wanting to bring them to the city of Houston and successively doing that. I'm sitting here with you telling you 17 uh-huh. years ago you threw a fucking event. It's still going on. There's a brick and mortar. There's a lot that has happened. Uh-huh. Okay, tons of collabs, et cetera, et cetera. Internet. Sneaker Summit has its own day in Houston. This is not something I'm making up or joking or saying or giving you more credit than maybe uh, somebody may think you deserve if they do think that. This is real facts. Sneaker Summer has its own day in Houston. What day is that and how the fuck did that happen? That is uh, January 10th, and that is the anniversary of the very first event at the Internet Cafe. Uh, January 10th, 2004. We celebrate that every day in Houston. Sneaker Summit Day. Sneaker Summit Day. Yeah, one yes, thing I'm f- I love about Houston is y'all give a lot of people fucking days. Mm. Like, I don't yeah. know if I could ever get one in New York. You know what I mean? Yes, Like, sir. I feel like I lived out here in Houston. I would get one. You know what I mean? So I'm at the move out here, you know? Yeah, I mean, we like to celebrate each other, celebrate life. Um, But you were asking me, well, how did I get so community-based? I mean, I was waiting for those guys to come here, and I realized they weren't coming. And uh, I was like, man, we'll just do an event of our own. We'll do a meetup of our own. You know, I had gone to all these things as a kid growing up, comic book conventions, skateboard contests uh break dancing events concerts uh, raves you know and i just kind of took different blueprints of what i kind of imagined what was going on and made sneaker summit and community was a big part of that like i think about you know car meets how i would go with go out with dj tito where he would dj car meets yeah and i would try to implement okay what are they doing that i could kind of implement into my sneaker event you know and that's kind of how community became a big part of it i mean you you said it kind of shows people uh what sneakers is all about that's one of the best or biggest compliments i've gotten in my career is I see the misunderstanding parent or spouse or girlfriend come with their child or significant other to the event and be like, I don't understand why you're spending so much of your money on sneakers, you know, but they leave the event with the understanding. Sure, that there that there is, you know, and, and not to cut you off, but to understand and explain to people even more, you're, you know, you're right on point. They leave with an understanding that this is a real thing. That maybe yeah. their significant other isn't as crazy as they thought. Yeah, they're they not were. the only one. This exactly. is a lifestyle. This, this is, is a, a passion. This is friends. Yeah. This is this is this is look, what like anything. I mean, let's be real. If you're a cigar smoker, you know cigar lounges, you know cigars, you know the guy with all the special cigars, the guy who made the lighter. Same thing goes for car shows or car people, uh, or car enthusiasts. Well, sneaker lovers, particularly the ones in Houston um, have formed a community. How weird is it to have people, moms, like, and see you in Houston and know who you are? Uh, or, or do you feel the city, uh, when you're out and about, has embraced you or, 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 you know, thanked you? Have you got a lot of thank yous over the years for putting on the Sneaker Summit? Uh, I don't say I've gotten too many thank yous. I kind of stay in the background now. Um, when we first started the event, I used to showcase my collection, um, and I kind of noticed, uh, you know, kids gravitating to my collection and wanting it. And to me, that's not what sneakers was about. Sneakers is, and fashion itself is about representing yourself. Sure. Not to look like the next guy sure. or the best guy. Well, some people don't know, know how to make decisions, right? So one thing that's good about sneakers is that I used to tell moms, you know, it's so funny of our friendship and, you know, it's not my value over the years, but, um, you know, I was in retail many years and, mm-hmm. you know, it's funny. I think the first time I came here, I sold a sneaker or something. I said, I'm going to work for, you know, one time. I don't know if you remember. Um, but there was a point that I just wanted to make. I don't want to lose this point is you were saying something about. Uh, people, I think you were saying. What were you just saying? Uh, I don't want to lose that chain. I was saying about the significant other and the pe- misunderstanding yeah, parent. So, 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 so I would tell parents all the time when I was in retail, I know that's your kid, 
and I'm not trying to tell you what to do, but if you can listen to me and give this kid a chance to pick his own sneaker, it would do so much for him. And she was looking at me like I was crazy, but she was very interested to understand what I meant. And I said, let me explain something to you. Most kids have a problem making decisions. Trust me, at a young age, let that kid pick his own sneakers. I don't give a fuck. I didn't say it like this. But I said, I don't care if he's going to pick a blue and a, and a, and a red one. Because some moms are very judgmental. And they don't understand the world. So they're like, oh my God, that's like a sky blue one. You don't want that. You're going to get it dirty. You know? It's like my mother used to tell me, like, you know, I, I, I don't want to go off on a tangent, but I didn't have credit when I was growing up. You know why? Because my parents were like, you don't want a credit card. You're going to max it out and it's going to ruin you. So I never got anything. And I never knew about credit. I only learned about credit 10 years ago. And when I say learn, meaning really to understand how important it is and then pass it on to my kid. She's 21 now, you know. This girl is better credit than I, you know. And that's life, right? So I, it's funny because sneakers are sneakers, but life is bigger than sneakers, right? And I say to myself, as little thing as a kid making a decision on what sneakers he wants. That's just like, yo, like, like I'm going to wear these and I'm going to, you know what I mean? Like it, it, it's giving him the ability to make decisions. I don't, I don't know if you ever looked at it like that. No, I do. I mean, I see kids come in all the time and I see a, a kid come in with his mom and uh, they want them you know, sneakers. They'll they'll pull the sh- they'll they'll say let me try on this one, let me try on that one, and then they can't decide. And they'll go home. They'll ask their friends like, "Hey, sneaker someone had these, or sneaker someone had yeah, those," yeah, yeah. and their friends will validate their choice. You know, and that's kind of what I'm against. I'm I'm like you. Yeah. You know, you should want to represent yourself, not be ashamed or afraid to wear what you like you know yeah i mean that was very important to me that's why i stopped showing my collection at the shows and then people would ask me like hey how come you aren't displaying at the shows anymore in the very early days and i would be like well the show is my display now you know all these 150 tables this this is is my my display yeah yeah you know it's special when you think of it that way you know let me ask you when did you buy sneaker summit dot com or htown sneakersummit.com uh i guess when i started being copycatted you know what would you say that was like 15 years ago 14 years ago it was uh over 10 years ago yeah and let me ask you something how much did you pay for that uh i mean i got eight bucks no i mean yeah it was probably the website was probably pretty cheap the lawyers are not cheap no of course you but know the point I'm, I'm trying to make is you know i make this uh this this up oh, they're coming for them sneakers uh-huh. we know they're out the door um i make this joke all the time okay and i did this with uh matt our friend matt Halfhill from mm-hmm. nice kicks well i want to take a moment out and really salute and congratulate that kid okay looks in fucking incredible. Now, not that he never looked incredible, but he took time to focus on his health. Um, he took time to, uh, I mean, the kids, Diesel, healthy, um, and I'm proud of him. So salute to Matt from Nice Kicks. Um, but um, he was on my show and he says, yeah, I was in a basement, you know, in whatever year it was, 05, and bought NiceKicks.com for $7. Mm-hmm. And I was like, and would you say over the years it was a multi-million dollar, you know, company? And he was like, yeah. And I was like, yeah, from $7 in a basement to that. Now, obviously, it took a lot of work. Mm-hmm. But obviously, Sneaker Summit, you know, it, we don't have to go into uh, numbers. But definitely, if we say generated, we're not profit, but over a million dollars, multiple million dollars, right? I mean, Yeah, so most like, likely, yeah. yeah. I, 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 we're I doing, wanna, I know we're that doing sounds crazy. very well right now. No, I know it sounds crazy, yeah. but what I'm trying to say is it was just a thought in your head. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's crazy. I mean, I just followed my passion. I'd go, like I said, I'd go to my day job, work 8, 10, 12 hours a day, and then I'd come home and sit in my home office and work on Sneaker Summit. You know, but I loved and I still love what I do. So it didn't feel like work. Yeah. It never feels like work. When, when you I do mean, what you love, it don't feel like work. Correct. Correct. But with that being said, it became this beast. And I became the guy 
that was in charge of taming the taming beast. Taming the beast. And admittedly, sometimes it would get the best of me. And other times, more than not, I would be on top of it. Um, and I just learned I had to roll with the punches. And, you know, I'm the kind of, I'm the kind of guy I would always want people to like me. I wanted Sneaker Summit to be a place for everybody. And I think you see that in the show. Like you said, it's big on community. But there were certain people, they just didn't like me and didn't want to be a part of it. In the beginning, that hurt, you know, the kind of person that I am. But I learned that I just need to keep my head down, do the best job I can possibly do, and let my work speak for itself. You have to understand, too, um, people don't like themselves Mm -hmm. sometimes. Look, just I mean, you know, I do a lot of things, but just from the podcasting perspective, I'll get a comment back to back. One would be like, this guy, Premium Pete, sucks. The next comment would be like, this guy's amazing. Yeah. I, love, I learned so much from these. So the point I'm trying to make is don't focus on those guys. Focus on the people who love you. Yeah. You know, a lot, of people, a lot of people make mistakes. They get 100 comments in their Instagram, 90, 99 are beautiful. One says, hey, you're an asshole. Yeah. They fucking focus on that. What about the 99 people that fuck with you? And I think that is important. You know, you also, um, Bun B, the unofficial mayor of mm-hmm. Houston. Okay. I, I'm making a joke on this. Uh, both of our friends, um, or a friend of ours, I should say, um, he has been such a supportive man of you and 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 and, and your journey. Um, you know, what does that mean to you? Mm-hmm. Not as Bun B as an artist, just in general. What does that mean to Bun you? Bun is actually the second ever celebrity that came through the Sneaker Summit event. Uh, first ever celebrity was Rafer Austin. Uh, Skip to my Lou, the playground basketball legend. He was big on uh, and one mixtape, and uh, I don't know, pro- professional player for Houston Rockets. Um, but Bun came shortly after. He just showed up to one of our events. He actually brought stuff to show at our event, and uh, I think he knows what the sneaker community means to Houston. Um, it's definitely a big community here. Yeah. And Bun's a big supporter and community. I mean, and, he's come uh, He's come displayed his sneakers. He's come and, 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 and took care of the table. Uh, um, you know, he's been a fan of it. You know, that's one thing that's awesome, right? That you built this, like, playground for people to come and, like, display, make money, meet people, learn something, have fun, and go about their business. Um, that's special. You know, I always say people want, you know, we live in a world that's like, oh, what about me? Oh, you see me. Oh, how many followers I have? Oh, who mentions me? Here's you, a guy who has created a playground, a community for other people to learn, like I said, come up, make money with. So that's special. That's bigger than life. Look, Kadum, I've been around all over the world. I sit here and I say to you, doing something that could live longer than you or leave an impression or help someone else is the real flex. Mm-hmm. You know, somebody like Ralph G, uh, you know, he wants to wear the hype sneakers, right? It's okay. He's a hype beast. Mm-hmm. But we're more focused on teaching people. And I think I've seen that over the years of, 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 of giving people the understanding of this culture and how much you love it. Internets. This year, Turkey Day at MyBookie gives you plenty of reasons to be thankful. Starting with a $250 risk-free bet on Thursday afternoon when the Dallas Cowboys host the Las Vegas Raiders. Listen, I'm going to put you on. Bet the spread between the Raiders and Cowboys at MyBookie. When you win, you win. And if you don't, MyBookie will refund you up to $250. It's simply put, you can't lose this bet. And that's what I call no risk, all gravy. Or actually all sauce. Now, before you get your wager in, set yourself up for success by doubling your first deposit when using promo code SPORTSDRINK at MyBookie. That's promo code S-P-O-R-T-S-D-R-I-N-K to double your initial deposit all the way up to $1,000. Listen, you won't need to break the wishbone to be the one to come out ahead over here. I'm trying to put you on. Listen to me. 
Feast risk-free on Turkey Day with my bookie, and make sure to stick around for seconds as they gear up for what should be a fun Black Friday with tons of odds and boosts and all that. They will have your belly and your pockets full. Listen to me. Bet anything, anywhere, anytime with my bookie. What are you waiting for? Today's episode is also brought to you by Soul Savvy. Hold on. Let me put you on to something. A Soul Savvy membership unlocks access to a passionate community of sneaker enthusiasts, coupled with expert advice, technical tools, and everything you need to grow your sneaker collection. I want you to learn how to beat the bots and get the sneakers you want today, okay? Let me put you on. I told you I was going to put you on. Start getting the sneakers you want with Soul Savvy today. I want you to get access to the tools, technology, and training you need to grow your sneaker collection. You're going to avoid paying resale by joining Soul Savvy today. Internet, who wants to pay over box, over resale? Come on. I'm trying to save you money here. You want to save a couple of bucks? Soul Savvy is offering premium Petro listeners 40% off the first month of their all-access membership at soulsavvy.com forward slash Pete. That's 40% off first month's membership at S-O-L-E-S-A-V-Y dot com forward slash Pete, P-E-T-E. Internets, I want you to get fresh. I want you to save money. I want you to stop messing with all these other apps and losing and not get. Listen to me. Get fresh over here at soulsavvy.com forward slash Pete and thank me later. Now let's get back to the show. Cheers. You know, Sneaker Summit Store comes an idea. Is it, was it always a go or the times where you're like, yeah, maybe I won't open it? Uh... I mean, like I said, I was forced into it. I was that baby bird kicked out of the nest. I was burning through my savings, you know, to almost to the point where I had nothing left. Uh, we had a hurricane come through Houston. I don't remember which one it was. I don't think it was Harvey. I think it was a bit before that. And it blew a hole in my uh, bedroom. Like, I could look up and see the the stars at night. And that's when I was like, no, bro, I'm not living like this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, you need, so you needed a sign. Yeah, God that's when sign. I yeah, that's when I was like, you know what? I'm gonna work from the moment I wake up to the moment I go to sleep. Like I'm not gonna live like this. And I just started hustling, man. And that idea became a reality on its own, to where like I was gonna make every single dollar I could while I was awake and put it into my dream because if not it's like you told me about the guy buying the high dollar prosciutto during the pandemic yeah yeah if yeah. not now when yeah you know <laughs> i had i had to do it man there was no choice um and i just threw myself into it and i'm still going here five years later after having the store open uh i didn't go to business school you know, I just followed my passion and there's a lot of speed bumps that came along the way. Uh, it's still a learning experience. Um, but I mean, that's been my whole career with the sneaker summit 17 years. And that's how I got to be so successful is I treat those as learning experiences. I learn from it. Exactly. Instead of mistakes. Yeah. I fix it and I move on and the next show becomes better than the last. Mm. You know, you know another thing too that is very important. Um, because of your creation of the sneaker summit and 17 years and traveling all over the world and throwing events, etc., and then now the brick and mortar here. Internet, you're in Houston. You stop by. Hit them with the address. 3814 South Shepherd Drive. And then you can go to sneakersummit.com see when the events are going on. Mm -hmm. But unfortunately, you know. With all this hoopla in 17 years and bigging you up, we also have to talk about some real shit. Mm -hmm. And this event and this, this business and you, um, I remember times where you were in the hospital. I mean, you know, I'm talking about, I don't, I don't know if you want to talk about this, but what I'm saying is it takes a lot on your uh -huh. psyche, on your mind, on your health to uh -huh. be able to run these things. Like you put, I feel like you at one point in time were doing so much that you almost like kind of lost yourself. I, I don't know if this is... Well, like, yeah. um, I'll just say this, like, uh, you know, whenever you hear of a, a singer or a performing artist cancel a concert because of exhaustion, 
you know, cannot perform. I used to always laugh that off, you know, but it's a very real thing. Like I said, um, I enjoy what I do. It doesn't feel like work. Uh, and I'll usually keep going until my body tells me to stop, you know, and you have to learn to listen to your body or else it will force you to listen to it. And that's kind of uh, what I got myself into. Um, it is a very stressful job that I have. Um, it was an immense pressure um, in the beginning to outdo myself with every event you know i mean we were the first ever event of our kind in a professional sports venue the toyota center uh, where the houston rockets play we outgrew that within a year's time uh and i think the nba had a lockout and i didn't know what i was gonna do because hey we just did the freaking basketball stadium and now we have no place to have our event because the NBA is in the lockout. So what am I going to do? Am I going to take a step back and go back to the concert hall? Like, to me, that was just unacceptable. You know, I had to move forward. Um, By the grace of God, we moved to NRG Park where the Houston Texans play. We got even bigger. And um, I want to say at our peak, you know, because fashion is cyclical. Sometimes it's cool and everybody and their mom wants to be a part of it. And other times uh, it's played out and people are over sure. it, Sure, you know, and um, but it, you just got to learn to ride the waves. At our peak, we were probably in an 80,000 square foot venue with like 8,000 people coming through in a five hour time span. It's yeah. wild when you think about like just how packed I remember seeing a picture um, and I'll post it when this episode drops of like how many people were there. Remember that, pe- that yeah, picture? Yeah, it's a sea of NRG, people. I think, right? Yeah, a sea it's of a people. A sea of people. And I remember even us, I remember like looking upstairs one time down on it. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's um, just like a living, breathing thing. It's, yeah. a, it's its own thing. You know, you, you know, as we continue on with this episode and wind it down, you know, I want people to learn more about Kodoma and Sneaker Summit, but I want also people to understand that some of your moments, you know, what would you say are some of your best, you know, you spoke about some things that helped you change your mind or what's unacceptable, um, but what would you say are some of your best learning moments and, you know, did you learn them from people or some of your best lessons in life? Man, you know? best learning moment, best uh, lesson in life. Let me see. There's, there's several. I, I gave you one gem. Just keep your head down. Do the best job you can possibly do. Let your work speak for yourself. Speak for itself. It's very hard for people to hate on you sure, at that sure. point because then it turns into a reflection on them. Sure, like, sure. You don't like sneaker summit. What's wrong with you? Yeah, you yeah, know yeah. that what, yeah, that no, place is dope. You. I mean, you know that event is dope. You're not going. Like, what's what's the matter with you? Um, other things is is I don't know, man. I'm learning lessons every day, especially in the retail scope. Like retail was very very hard. Sure, it's it's brutal. I mean, especially during like a pandemic, and we're being forced to shut down and. What do you mean? I'm going to have no income, you know, and having to learn all the ropes of, you know, how many taxes I have to pay. Sure, and sure. It's just. Yeah, it's I, a process. But I will say yeah. this. As you learn, you get better. Yeah. Right. And 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 it's overwhelming at times. But I think that, uh, you know, you've done a great job of it. Mm-hmm. You know, Sneaker Summit. Um, again, I keep on pushing the word community because this is something that they displayed before even people were worried about building up a community. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, like I said, there's a lot of local people that made a lot of money from Sneaker Summit, right? You know, God bless. That's a beautiful thing. You provided mm-hmm. a platform. Um, you know, the biggest thing I will say too is 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 who who were some of your inspirations? You know, actually, I'm going to hit you with a two-part question. All right. Who were some of your inspirations, and when did mom or dad believe that you weren't fucking around? Oh, man. And it was real, okay? Because uh, your dad gets five-pound lobsters. Yeah. He needs to know what the official tissue stuff. Man, I mean, my inspirations was growing up, going to, you know, comic cons, going to skateboard contests, going to car meets, 
you know, going to concerts, uh, music festivals, like that atmosphere, that feeling you get. And I want to stress, like I wanted uh, Sneaker Summit to be something that when you went there, you weren't a spectator. You weren't just looking around. Sure. You were you a belong. Part- you were a participant. Sure, sure. You participated in it. In the movement. Uh, yeah. So I didn't want it to be one of those events where, you know, somebody went, they experienced it, and then they left with the person they came with and they talked about it in the car on the way home. No, I didn't want that. I wanted them to go there. I wanted them to be a participant. I wanted them to be a piece of it. I wanted them to make friends with people there that they were going to have for the rest of their life. And and, and, and that has happened. Yeah, it has happened. And now those people have had kids and they bring their kids to Sneaker Summit. So it's spanned generations. Yeah. I mean, Shro is in Sneaker Summit is not nothing new. I've seen it with my own, you know, two eyes. Um, Again, that's what makes it so special. You know, I will say this, though. As you are growing Sneaker Summit, multiple other places open up. Did that ever feel like you wanted to like give up? Like kind of like ah fuck this shit. Everybody's doing it, and it got because it got harder, right? Think about it. Some of the blogs started working with some of these things, and they wouldn't post anymore. It got it got harder, Kadoma, and you didn't give up. You figured it out. Do do you remember that moment? I mean, I remember that moment very well, man. There's like a revisionist history in the in the timeline of sneakers, and I guess the victor writes the the history. But, um, you know, there's a lot of alliances and partners that kind of have their own best interests. There's also a lot of culture vultures that see, you know, how many millions and billions of dollars are being made into the in the sneaker industry. And they want to buy a piece of it and control it and, you know, block out the little guy or the community aspect but you know, like you said, now they're all trying to make money off of community, which has been our thing from the beginning. I mean, that's that's my whole thing. I just I just keep my head down. I try to speak with my work um, and let those people be. And uh, sure. you know, you can fake it till you make it for so long, but eventually, people are going to see you for who you really are. I feel, and uh, so I just kind of let that roll off my sure. shoulders. Sure. You know, lastly. Um what would you say is next for Sneaker Summit? For people who, again, people who are listening that know you, mm-hmm. I hope that they learned a little bit more. I always say this with every guest. And people who don't know you, I want them to know of you. More importantly, your story is important. It's inspiring. Okay? This kid loves sneakers like we all do. He, just, he didn't just wear them. He built a community. He built a playground, like I said, for people to come and play. Um, and that moved worldwide. I mean, Japan, right? You mm-hmm. know, think about it. This guy's like, hey, Pete, want to go to Japan? This is Sneaker Friends. You understand? Yeah. You know? I mean, I'm very friends. I'm very fortunate, you know, my my career and my life has been able to to let me do that. And um you know, there got a point in my life where you know, I've I've been blessed and I want to share it with people that have given to me. It's time for me to give back. Sure. So sure. that's what's next for Sneaker Summit is giving back. You know, I'm trying to, like you said, I'm trying to set this up for something that's going to last longer than me personally. Sure. I've already seen the, uh, the the name brand span generations, and maybe even another generation is just a short few years away. So that's that's, that's it. Just the lineage, the the history, the that's that's what I'm trying to leave. You know. Last thing. Um kid out in houston kid out right now in dubai whoever in mm-hmm. the world mm-hmm. just wants to try to just tired of doing what they they just want to do something fun you know a lot of people don't get a chance to work and have fun mm-hmm. you know uh, or feels discouraged um or feels like you know and you've been there you put the seatbelt on you got a lot of bumps and bruises but you're still here mm-hmm. what would be some advice for them man don't be afraid to work your day job Most people say, don't be afraid to quit your day job. I'm going to tell you, don't be afraid to work your day job. Use other people's money 
to fuel your passion. There you go. The day job you know, fuels the dream job. I say it right. all the time. There's so many people, they, you know, have this get rich, you know, quick scheme and think they have this idea and it's just going to blossom overnight. It does, you know, I, I'd say the chances of that happening are slim to where if you really want to work hard enough, you can make anything happen. If mm. you're going to put the time, energy and effort and you have to look at your day job as that time energy and effort too because you're making money you're stacking your dollars to fuel your dream whether it be a clothing line or a music career or whatever you know you have to be willing sure to it takes money to make money sure, sure i agree you know and it takes a good team and shouts to the sneaker summit team and shouts to you for continuing to uh uh you know progress and move this brand you know uh, look sometimes i say this all the time but sometimes when you're talking about your own journey you don't find it that inspiring or interesting because you're fucking living it mm-hmm. but other people it's inspiring i mean i'm telling you from the outside box it's been inspiring. Oh, they're coming for the sneakers Someone is at the front door. we know um internets listen to me shouts to sneaker summit sneakersummit.com go find out an event i promise you you will love it and then when you're in houston stop by the store what's the address again 3814 South Shepherd Drive. We also have our full inventory online, sneakersummit.com. You know, we ship worldwide, so check us out. We're uploading new inventory to the site every single day. Internets, you want to get fresh? Get with Sneaker Summit. Kodoma, my brother, I'm proud of you. I can't believe we finally got a chance to sit down. Yeah, I know. It's awesome. I'm listening to your show all the time. I'm like your biggest fan. Well, get out. We're about to eat some sushi. Internets, go hit the Sneaker Summit online or in store. And more importantly, be inspired to never, ever stop believing in you. Peace. Man, I had fun down in Houston. Kodoma is just a a great dude. And, you know, he may sound like that Southern guy. But let me tell you something. He's focused. He's made a mark in the history of sneaker culture. And I consider him a dear friend. So make sure you visit him. Make sure you support what they're doing. Okay? Now. If you want to advertise on a Premium Pete Show, I don't care if you're a small brand, big brand, whatever, email me today, Show at gmail.com. You want us to produce the show? You want to talk about podcasting? Listen, you want to, you want to work on anything in that world, you email me, Show at gmail.com, even if it's for a piece of advice. Now, like I told you before, happy holidays to you and yours. If you're feeling down, okay, Don't bottle that stuff up inside. At least talk to one person, and you're not alone. And if you ever need to, I already just gave my email. Give me a shout, okay? Happy holidays. Happy Thanksgiving. Peace and blessing you and yours. Go get that sauce and go support Kadoma. See you next episode. Peace.